And for those of you who are wondering, why on earth would people follow somebody that has been in prison for the last, I mean, 2009 is when he got put into prison, right? So it's been 14 yeah. years and these people still are putting their faith and their trust that he is a prophet of God who has given direct revelation to guide the people of the one and only truth and the one and only true church on this earth. And the best answer for that is they believe that he is being persecuted like so many prophets of the past, right? Especially within fundamental Mormonism. Joseph Smith was imprisoned until he was a martyr. If Warren Jess died in prison, he would also be considered a martyr within the FLDS faith, right? Even if you look back to biblical times, tons, if not most, <laughs> prophets in biblical times were persecuted, killed, imprisoned. Very common theme that when you're doing what God wants you to do, the rest of the wicked, evil world is going to persecute you. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Sam. And I'm Melissa. I grew up in the FLDS community. It is a polygamous group run by Warren Jeffs, and I moved out when I was 18 years old. I was raised LDS. Sam and I have been married for nine years and have two awesome kiddos. We do, we do. And we just want to say thank you all so much for being back here with us again today. Also, just want to say really quick, if you are interested in just listening, don't forget we do have a podcast. You can tune in there as well. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you all so much. We're going to be reviewing some more revelations that were given from Warren Jeffs from his prison cell to those that are still following him. Yes, we've covered revelations in the past. The last time that we got a group of revelations was, I believe, last fall. And yeah. there was some in June, July, and then August. But these ones are dated August 23rd and 24th of this year. Yeah, so very recent. So with Warren Jeffs, starting out, if you have not seen any of our other videos, just so you know, as Sam mentioned, he grew up in the community run by Warren Jeffs. And when he says run, he was his childhood prophet in yeah. the Fundamental Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah, so when I was really young, in my you know, baby and toddler and very young child, Warren's father, Rulin Jeffs, was the prophet at the time. And I remember always thinking very highly of him, and I had multiple chances to meet at his house actually and so the Jeffs family was always very much respected by the community and very much by myself and my family. It was so easy to fall into the I guess you could say trap of everything that came out of Warren Jeffs mouth as a young boy was straight from God in my mind because I, mean, I was sort of told to believe that but also Warren claimed that everything he said was coming straight from God. And that is what he's claiming once again with these revelations that he is writing and sending to his people that are still following him from his prison cell today. Yes, he is in prison on two counts of sexual abuse of a minor and he has a lifelong sentence and he is where he should be for the things and underage marriages and the abuse of these poor young girls yes. that he called wives, spiritual wives, all under the guise of rel religious polygamy. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit about Warren. And we, we don't want to spread Warren's word. Exactly. So we're really going to limit the amount that we are quoting, but there are some things that we think are important to share with the world because it's only that way that people can understand what this community is going through, understand what they are being told, and hopefully be able to, it's hard to reach out 
to people who are from that community. We understand that. But have kindness, compassion, and recognize that your kindness and compassion may lead people to question and hopefully get them out of some of these really scary situations with some scary revelations and what they're being told that's going on in the world. Yes, it's just so crazy, the, the claims that are coming uh, that from Warren and saying that certain things are happening, which we will get into. But I did want to just say really quickly, thank you to those that have helped us stay informed and sending us this information so that we can share it with everyone. Uh, just wanted to point out, you know who you are, but thank you so much. <laughs> So, yes, I mean, Warren, he is, and he has been for a long time, ever since he was, not ever since, when he originally was captured here in Las Vegas, he went through his, his court trials and all of that in Utah. Ultimately, after the Texas temple was raided in Texas, they found him guilty on all of these awful things, and now he's in Texas where he remains today, uh, being held for life sentences, sentences is <laughs> there in Texas. And... When he was originally in prison, some he actually had these meltdowns where he thought and even said himself that he was no longer the prophet. That I have been a liar. And the truth is not in me. I'm not the prophet. I never was the prophet. You are the prophet. But he had some very, very faithful followers that reminded him that, no, you are the prophet and you need to stand up, get off your butt and keep teaching your people. And so basically from then on, he renounced his statement and said, no, actually, I'm sorry. That was in, in a moment of weakness and Satan had taken control of me and I, I actually am the prophet and am still receiving revelations from God that I need to share with my people. And so from then on, he has been sharing these revelations through phone calls, through messages, through sending written letters and things like that. And he's also been receiving emails or letters from his followers as well to him, just letting him know exactly what's going on outside of prison walls within the community. And for those of you who are wondering, because it's a very common and understandable thought, why on earth would people follow somebody that has been in prison for the last, I mean, 2009 is when he got put into prison, right? So it's been 14 yep. years and these people still are putting their faith and their trust that he is a prophet of God who has given direct revelation to guide his people, to guide the people of the one and only truth and the one and only true church on this earth. And the best answer for that is they believe that he is being persecuted like so many prophets of the past, right? Especially within fundamental Mormonism, Joseph Smith was imprisoned until he was a martyr. If Warren Jess died in prison, he would also be considered a martyr within the FLDS faith. Right? Even if you look back to biblical times, tons, if not most, <laughs> prophets in biblical times were persecuted, killed, imprisoned. Very common theme that when you're doing what God wants you to do, the rest of the wicked, evil world is going to persecute you. Right? When you're doing righteousness, when you are righteous, then the world is going to hate you. They're going to try to bring you down. And so 
the members of the FLDS truly just believe that it's because he's speaking truth. It's because he is the prophet of God. It is because he's the leader of the one and only true church that he is in prison, that they're making up these lies and that he's being persecuted and might end up being coming a martyr. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's how he is able to justify that being in prison is okay. Like, no, look at all the other prophets of old. They were persecuted as well. And I am just doing what God wants me to do. Satan and his followers are persecuting me. That's what he says. And, and some of the things that the community is aware of, for example, the, some of the underage marriages, he has convinced some of his followers, at least, that that is okay because it's what God commanded. Mm-hmm. So even though some of his followers are aware of some of the things he did, most of them don't believe he did any of this stuff. But, well, for, yeah. but for those of them that do know he did some of these things, he has convinced them that, hey, this isn't what I wanted. This is what God commanded me to do. I am simply following orders here. Yeah, and it's not child sexual abuse if they're my wives and right. God gave them to me and God told me to marry them. So it's a twisted mind, right? Like you have to be someone that has almost believed in, you know, someone like Warren Jeffs your whole life to believe him when he says, hey, going and marrying these teenage, very young teenage girls is okay and just believing him, right? It's hard to imagine, but you do have to remember he was grooming his followers for years, even decades before he went full on doing some of these awful things he was doing. And there are people who have left, right? There are people like Sam, Mm -hmm. a lot of his siblings, there are people who have left who, who have seen this. There's also unfortunately been a lot of people who are trying to rise to power and say, Warren gave me the priesthood keys. I'm supposed to be the prophet. You have Samuel Bateman, right? I'm supposed to be the prophet. Follow me doing horrible things to minors. And unfortunately, that process, every single time somebody's claiming that, they're taking advantage of this community that's continuing to look for leadership because their leader is imprisoned. Right. And even now, there's a lot of debate, we've mentioned before, of whether or not these revelations are coming from Warren Jess himself. Are they coming from Warren Jess' son, Helaman, and Helaman is the person who's talking for him? You know, an interesting thing about Helaman, which the the last set of revelations that came out last year they were a lot about Helaman, right? And, mm-hmm. and he was sharing the word. Interestingly, I wonder if a lot of the members or followers were concerned about that, or maybe it was because we talked about it so much, and, and <laughs> word, word got out that maybe Helaman's doing this. In these revelations, he's, not, on he's not even mentioned. He's nowhere to be found. He's not even a witness to this being valid. And in fact, it's now Warren's mother, who was also uh, in the past revelations, and now his uh, sister, Rachel Jeffs. Was she in there too? Okay, so now it's Rachel, Warren's sister, which I believe is the same sister that is uh, allowed to visit him in prison. And then his mother. Those are the two that are the witnesses on these new revelations saying, hey, just so you all know, this is coming from Warren. This is not some other person standing up and claiming that Warren gave them information. In fact, his mother said, I looked at this, these papers that he sent and I recognize his very familiar signature. This is Warren's 
handwriting. This is his signature. This is coming from him. Yeah, they always put testimonies of people at the end saying that they know that, you know, Warren's speaking for God. They have this testimony. It's really like faith building. This one, it was a little yeah. different that not only did they share that as well, that they believe um, with all their heart that it's from God and that it's for his church, but they did both put in a lot more emphasis on the fact that they believe that it was coming directly from Warren himself. Right. And so, and then the fact that Helaman was out of it, I was like, hmm, that's very interesting because last time there was the three witnesses yeah. and now Helaman is no more. I had heard rumors and once again, what I'm about to say is complete rumor, but I had heard that Helaman wasn't actually wanting to do some of the things that Warren was asking him to do. So maybe, just maybe, I'm not saying this is for sure, maybe he is trying to step away from it a little bit. It's hard to know for sure, but that's just a rumor that's uh, being thrown around out there. Yeah. So on that note, again, we are going to get into some of these revelations. We are trying to pick and choose because we don't want to just be sharing his word, but we do feel like it's important to share what's going on with the community so people can be aware and hopefully help these people wherever they can, in whatever way they can. Because yeah. um, it's getting a little bit scary for them. In our last video, and I'll put a link above to it, we, in the last Revelations, it was talking about the fact that they believe the end of the world is going to be happening in yeah. 2025. Yep. And, you know, that's coming closer and closer. And these Revelations are basically saying it's starting now. Yeah, it's the, the end of all will be in 2025, but things are happening right now. Things are being prepared. Things are moving forward. People are being uh, lifted up or, or translated, whatever word they may use at the time, but things are happening. Things are happening. So starting in one of his um, revealed in August 23rd, and at the top, again, just to reemphasize, I guess, the way that they view this, it says, Revelation of, across the top, Revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ revealed through President Warren S. Jeffs in Palestine, Texas. Jesus Christ revealed word, will of truth. Okay, so again, when people are receiving these revelations, that is truly what they believe this is. Mm. And in verse 14, he says, Soon deliverance will be sudden. Only praying always, obeying souls shall survive. The prophesied lifting away is happening daily. Many faithful order peoples, order is what they call like the most elite people, mm -hmm. are lifted to resurrection and the life, restoral to mortal life, full health daily, unto continuation of mortal living, testing and qualifying in many faithful saints' lives. This being how to be knowing that God is at the guiding helm of Zion's rise. This is basically saying the most righteous people, the people that are in the order right now, don't be surprised. They're they're going to start being resurrected. They're that's starting daily. That's already starting now. And we hear talks of like kids disappearing, right? Or being taken from parents or being taken away in general. And I've got to wonder if he's trying to say that these people have been resurrected when really he's moving them into compounds. 100%. And we'll get a little bit more into why I believe that he is taking them from one place, putting them in another place, and claiming that they've been resurrected. But it's not even surprising to me. Not at all. I mean, because back when I was living in the FLDS community and someone would disappear, I was so jealous that I couldn't be one of those people because I thought, because of the way I was raised, that they were literally going and almost living with God and doing 
his work, which in a way is being resurrected because we were taught that you can't actually dwell in God's presence in your normal uh, mortal body. You have to be resurrected or you have to be translated in some form or another in order to be in his presence. So I thought, wow, I am so, I'm just this little bad person that's not allowed or able to go be in these wonderful places. So it's, it's just to point out that when someone disappears, those that are still following Warren Jeffs and are not the ones that are disappearing aren't going to be necessarily concerned that there are people disappearing. They're going to be wishing that they were the ones disappearing. Yeah, and there's precedence for it, right? The yearning for Zion Ranch in Texas, the same thing was happening. Only the most righteous people were disappearing in the night. Only the most righteous children were being taken away, and mothers were saying, where's my child? And the father saying, he's with the prophet. It's okay. There's right. precedence for this. That puts a whole new light on it, though, when you mention the mothers and their children. So, <laughs> when a child is ripped away from their mother, see, I was a teenager, Right, And I was thinking, oh, my other teenager friend is gone. Wow, that's so amazing for them. Had I been a parent with children, I don't care what you believe. Come on. Your, your children disappearing. I mean, I, uh, I cannot imagine that mothers, especially mothers and fathers, are okay with disappearing children, especially their young children, which we hear about sometimes. Yeah, I don't know if okay is the right word, but like... They also, if they're told that they're with the prophet and they're in Zion, one, there's not much that they can do about it unless they leave and they find legal action, which can take a long time. And sometimes for some women that leave, it ends up not even being fruitful if they can't find the child because the child is with who, what other family, mm -hmm. um, which is really heartbreaking to see. So besides the fact that they're probably helpless and being able to not even have a way to say, no, I don't want this, They've also been raised their entire life to be told that whatever the prophet says is of God, right? Yeah. Yep. And, so, that, and that goes back to the fact that in a normal situation, you wake up, your child's gone, you go to the police, right? Yeah. <laughs> you would hope. In these situations, that's just not the way it goes. Yeah. So going into his revelation the very next day, he kind of talks about what is going to be happening. Because he says it's happening now, right? Like it's already started to begin. And he talks about, well, I'll just read it. So he says, Verily Elohim, which is his, um, what they call Heavenly Father or God, yeah. now cleanse us all world of murder peoples. Amen. And I have to stop and say real quick so people understand what murder peoples is. Within the FLDS, to be a murder people, they basically believe the whole world is. Contraception, you're a murder people. Obviously, there's real murderers, but contraception itself... If you have intercourse while you're pregnant, they consider that murder of unborn babies. I don't know why. It doesn't make any type of science sense. But just to get an idea of what groups of people they're putting into this murderous people, they're not talking about just murders. Okay? Yes. I mean, there's just there's hundreds of ways to become one of these murder people, just so you know. There's... They teach in a way that basically if you are not, uh, in their words, thinking cleanly, if you even have bad thoughts or you are doing things like uh, masturbation, something like that, you would be considered a murderer per person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you are getting rid of sperm that could create a life as well. Right. That's another one. So, again, just trying to 
bring um, a little bit of context into what they say when they say murder peoples. They're not talking about murdering as in killing. That's what they're talking about when they're talking about murder peoples. The end of wickedness happens now time. Promised prophecies of full judgments of Jesus Christ are now hastened to depopulate, cleanse all world of wickedness, abominations of mortal nations. Amen. So the whole world in their mind is basically evil. And he's saying that it's going to happen now. But he goes into more detail when he says, Holy word of Elohim, verily all pure and soul saints are to be lifted away to safe hidden locations separating the obedient from the covenant-breaking disobedient people. So within the group of the FLDS, you do have the people who are obedient and you have the people who are covenant-breakers, right? right, Or apostates. And in their mind, a covenant-breaker is someone that doesn't follow the rules of the church, basically, is what it comes down to, to put it simply. Yeah. Uh, because when they were baptized, they made a covenant with God that they would follow the rules or follow the, church. the rules of the church. But just to put it simple, that is what it means. But even within this, there's still, it feels like they're still referring to only church members. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. Right? So they're not talking about apostates who have left the church. They're still splitting their own people. Oh yeah. The people who are super obedient and the people who are not as obedient or have broken any type of covenants, they're still going to be separated. Verily, the par parable of the wheat and the tares is now to be a fullness, fulfillment. Amen. Establish love, peace, kindness in own soul to survive. Forgive all. Be diligently praying always. The end of immoral and murderous and covetous and fallen from grace peoples is of daily lifting away millions off this planet, placed dead suddenly on a judgment of the wicked planet. Spirit body separate from the mortal tabernacle. Alive in a spirit-building prison, lone-staying locked room, to await the eternal judgment of Elohim, who judgeth by certainty of knowing all truth. Amen. Sounds like he is describing his jail cell. <laughs> yes. So he's saying the people are being lifted away, these murderous people, these horrible people out in the world, are being lifted away by the millions and this was in August, being lifted away by the millions and being put into a spirit prison. Yep, yep, and they, they don't have their bodies anymore. They, their bodies are here, their spirits are there, and they're locked away for the awful judgments uh, that await them, and by the millions. By the millions, which so, is the part that I'm like... I mean, I'm not a, a, a math whiz by any means, but that seems a little off, you're right? Uh, yeah. You would think that we would notice more people disappearing randomly all the time if there were millions each day. Well, and this is the end of August, right? So we're September, almost the end of October, so for two months. So 20 million murderous people taken off the planet. And you got to wonder why nobody at this point is saying, we're not seeing that. Are they that sheltered? Oh, yes. Yes, for sure. Uh, as far as as far as those that are still following Warren Jeffs, even more now, and this is probably why he's able to get away with saying this kind of stuff that he claims to be factual is because more than even when I was out there I was sheltered now they are way more sheltered for those that follow him yeah no so. phone I know internet no phones with internet no television mm -hmm. no movies no news none of that and right and, and they don't know and he could be claiming that this is happening on the other side of the world right the places where they never see and he can be claiming that oh no people are just disappearing left and right this person walking down the street street poof gone never seen never saw again because he was a bad person and now he's on this 
planet that is for the wicked and evil people that are awaiting the judgments. So he can get away with saying a lot of things because of the lack of knowledge and information that these people are getting. Yeah, he even says in the next verse, uh, Tremble, ye most wicked, perverse, immoral, murderous generation in every nation, land on all world. For God is daily lifting off this earth millions of wicked peoples. Yea, all civilizations, modern ways are to be swept off all continents now time. Yea, no more mortal time on world for the most wicked generation to inhabit this planet, mortal or world, saith Elohim. Amen. So, yeah, he's saying all continents. So he can easily say, he's starting on the other side of the world. Yeah. He's starting over there, so you're not going to notice for a long time. But... They're well, going. And for any of you that at this point are believing what he's saying, <laughs> just joking. But for anyone that is wondering, I was told similar things from the moment I can remember. Right? He's, it's always been, from Warren at least, it's always been fear. This is what's about to happen. The world's coming to an end. We're all going to be swept away. The wicked are going to go up in flames and we're going to be preserved because we're the only righteous people on earth. So this manner of speaking has been there for as long as I can remember. And there's been two failed, this is the end of time. These are the end days. It, the end of the world is happening on this day. The second coming of Jesus Christ is happening on this day. There's been two in your lifetime, mm -hmm. right? And I was honestly a little shocked that they're even trying this again, that they're even trying to say, and something like this, as big as millions of people, a million people, let's just say a million, a million people every single day are being lifted off the earth and put into spirit prison. That's not a sustainable revelation. Like I'm almost in shock that he can't see because he knows he's not a true prophet at this point. He's admitted it. Whether he got convinced of it again, it's hard to know whether or not He's just yeah. that off in the head if he truly believes it. But, I mean, even himself, he's got a, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that he actually thinks this is true. Yeah, so, yeah. to try to give a revelation that is so specific and is going to be so easy to prove wrong is kind of crazy in my right. mind. Vagueness is key when it comes to high demand, <laughs> high, high demand groups. No, well, it's true. Vagueness is really important. So something I would say to all of that is he's been, he's been giving specifics that this and this and this will happen for so many years at this point. His people, his followers need something very soon to look forward to. If he came out and said, you know what? The world isn't ready for this. Uh, for, for now, actually, the Lord has told me that it's going to be 50 years from now. Mm. If he said something like that, his people would be like, whoa. Either they would stop believing that he's a prophet because this is taking way too long, or they would get, real, they would get lax about it. They would say, oh, I got 50 years? Oh, well, I mean, let's go live a little bit and then I can repent. <laughs> that was kind of my idea when I, when, I got, when I got sick of all of these revelations not coming to, to be. As a teenager, I, I figured, I mean, I didn't want to go, I guess, be a bad person, but I wanted to go experience life and live a little, I guess is a way to say it. And then in my mind, when I moved out, I thought I still was convinced that I would have to go back and repent so that I could live with God someday. And, you know, it didn't take long, a few months out in, from the FLDS, where I realized, oh, whoa, hold on. <laughs> There's a lot more to this story 
that's going on in this world than I was told as a young boy growing up. Yeah, but you're right, it does keep people in line. If there is something like, there is that deadline, right? I think if all people felt like they knew for a surety that the world was going to end in X amount of time and you felt like, you know, and these people really have a testimony, every fiber of their being that this is the truth, right? So if you knew in your mind that the world was really going to end in one year, Everybody's gonna like people. How are, obedient, how would, obedient you be, would you be? Right, and that's that's the whole point of it. If I set an end date, people will try to prepare. When that end date comes and nothing happens, what I will tell them is, no, something did happen. You just weren't righteous enough to notice it. You didn't see it. You didn't have your spiritual eyes, or because not enough of my followers were righteous enough, were praying enough, the Lord couldn't let it happen because there weren't enough people prepared for it. Things like that are told. And so that is why people say, oh no, it was my fault? Uh, God's work couldn't happen because of me? How much harder am I gonna try next time? And then a little bit down the road, Warren Jeffs will have another date set. And hey, now this is when it's happening. You have to be prepared. This is the last time. This one is the last time. You know, until the next time. But, of course, he would say this is the last time to convince them to be obedient. Yeah. And the final revelation that we wanted to talk about goes into more specifics of what's going to be happening for his righteous people and what is happening right now, which is honestly the biggest concern because millions of people are not being lifted up. That's an easy one, right? And while it breaks my heart that there's these people that believe that, that belief doesn't really hurt anybody. You believe that there's souls on the other side of the world, that wicked people are getting what's coming to them, and that's not going to harm people's lives. But these type of things, the things that Warren Jeffs is doing to the families in the actual community, that's what's causing harm, and that's the part that gets to me. Right. So, at the top of this revelation, it is saying the holy word for obedient order Zion peoples on mortal planet of Elohim. Mortal planet of Elohim is here. This world. This world. This world. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he says, Verily, the lifting up in a way also is to lift away all faithful peoples unto holy united order hidden places that the heavens have established. So... We already kind of know, especially when they've been taking children under the guise of children running away from their mothers, that there's hidden places. They have compounds and they are hiding men, women, and children. He describes them a little bit later on as mountainous valleys. Oh yeah, we'll so, get to that in just a second. Yeah, I guess so, we'll get to that. Yea, houses built in heaven of lifted to heaven earthly elements, constructed as celestial sunlight technologies. From the celestial world, a close-held secret eternity, Elohim truth. All needs are supplied, food and clothing, all needs to live in full angels, labors, caring, love, kindnesses, labors. Mortal keyholder hath been, all his mortal life, a witness on world celestial. Celestial and celestial within Mormonism is celestial is the highest kingdom. It's where God lives. Telestial is the equivalent of this world. Just real quick. Of the heavens coming to earth, yea, sunlight celestial technologies that do operate only through prayers of faith. Amen. New lifestyles ways shall require all peoples who are lifted away safe and placed in a united order heaven powers built house. Yea, be joyful. 
and as a little obedient child in thy God's hands to learn all the ways of living of celestial powers that are already on earth in high mountain valleys, united order lands, communities on planet Israel. Amen. So there are lands out there that are owned by the United Order. Now, whose name they put them under or how they did that, that's to be found out. I don't know, but I'm sure there are already investigators out there trying to find these locations. But hey, hint, hint, mountainous valleys. <laughs> mountainous valleys. And that these communities are going to be there and they need to be obedient and they need to be ready to learn. Because in the next verse, it talks about Warren... And this part, like, again, gives me a little bit of uh, Mortal key holder Warren Jeffs, or Warren Steve Jess shall teach, train all who are gathered how to use celestial sunlight devices that are celestial communications in the heavens with God and his angel helpers operating all devices of daily living. This being time of Zion on earth actually happening. So he's saying that he's going to be giving them direct instruction. Meaning that, hey... If you're worthy and righteous enough to come to this place, I'm going to be there too. So either he's planning on or thinks that he will be able to plan, break out of jail and be there, or they're going to get there and he will have instructions for them some way or another. And if they don't see him, then they will say something along the lines of, no, you need to use your spiritual eyes. They'll find a way, right, mm -hmm. to make it seem legit. But the fact that he's talking about things... Like these things are happening. This isn't this isn't the revelation of what's going to come. These are things that are currently happening within the church. There are people disappearing, being sent to these mountain valleys, and they are using these these celestial ce devices. Celestial devices, which in my, most likely are run off solar or run off some kind of satellite, some kind of communication, right? And and then they're saying that it's actually powered by celestial light. And same with the house. Doesn't it say something about the house being powered by celestial light? Yeah, and they, just to go along with what you're saying, there's already people. It says celestial technology devices do now be used by already gathered peoples of purity. Faith prayers lived constantly joyful in God. Take courage into the love of God, extent ruling all in all in own character and nature. Amen. So he does say that there's people who are already living this way. Yeah. He has people that are going and living in whatever type of celestial... Which is not surprising because we know that law enforcement, enforcement and other people have been looking for certain individuals and have not been able to find them. And so being hidden away in these locations, whether it's even in the United States anymore, right? That's, that's unknown. So if they're not in the United States, I guess that would make sense why no one's being able to be found because it's just... They're disappearing. And what is, I guess, not the only concern, but one of the biggest concerns is that some of these people disappearing are still children. They're still people underage. And they're claiming that they're running away from their parents because they want to be a part of this work. But in the end, we know that the church is, in a way, they have a hand in it. They are taking these children away and taking them to these places that are supposedly run off celestial power. Yes, and we've heard as well that marriages are happening again soon and that underage marriage is the history of fundamental Mormonism from the very beginning. And so it's mainly protecting children because you're right. I mean, it's heartbreaking when a consenting adult makes a decision like this to follow a leader out of prison, 
that's hard and that's sad. But protecting children from situations like this is something that as communities, we try to share this information so you can keep an eye out and be able to look for opportunities to reach out or help children or help law enforcement be able to find missing children. Yeah. Yeah, they're out there. They're out there somewhere. And, you know, it's it's hard to know what they mean by the homes and the devices are run off of celestial light and power. I think, in my mind, I'm just thinking, these people are off the grid. Off grid, that's what I was going to say. They are trying to say that it's celestial stuff being used, but they've found a way to not be connected to the outside world. And they're off the grid completely. So... You know, if, if it if, you know, put myself back in my shoes when I was 16 years old or something, I can totally see myself believing in something like that. If they took me somewhere that was out in the middle of nowhere and there wasn't any of the normal world connections, which we didn't have many to begin with, so it wasn't like you'd be giving up that much, you know, I can totally see something like that being believable. Yeah, and I'm very curious if it is in Missouri because they did talk about in the revelations last year, they were very specific about Jackson, Jackson County, Missouri, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they call it like the new Jerusalem. Yeah. Something. The new Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. That's from Joseph Smith's times. And the fact that, you know, cities are going to be placed in certain places along the perimeter. So if you live in Missouri, again, keeping an eye out for these compounds, being wary of it. I know a lot of People said after all the stuff that happened in Texas, like if we had known, if we had paid closer attention to what was going on, maybe something could have been stopped. So keeping an eye out and letting community law enforcement know if something is sketchy that's going on around you or if you're worried about potentially any children in danger, then yes, please reach out to local law enforcement and let them know. And I'll just end with... I respect these people and love these people. I have a lot of family members that are still in a, one way or another involved in this. I don't know if any of them are on these off-grid places or, yet or not, but I come from a place of respect and love. I know that they're just trying to do the best they can. So if you see someone from the FLDS and they happen to be in Missouri, I wouldn't charge them, right? <laughs> and say, hey, stop, come tell me everything you need to know. We need to go about it in a way of respect and love. These are just people that are following the wrong person, but they really believe they're doing what's right. Yeah, they're victims of Warren Jeffs. They are not the people causing harm. It's the leaders teaching them these things that are causing the harm. It's not the people, it's themselves. Right, so. If you want to hear more of what it was like for Sam to grow up in polygamy or more on current FLDS issues or other social polygamous issues in general, then please like and subscribe. And we thank you all so much for all of your love and support. Yes, we do. Thank you all so much for being with us again. We look forward to talking to you soon. We'll talk to you all soon.